Welcome everyone once again to Anatomy of an Idiot. I am your host, Jonathan Dishaw, and with me as always, I have my two idiot co-hosts. Say hi, boys. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'll be diagnosing your idiocracy this evening. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode six. I thought that was needed just so we have the right episode right from the get-go. Hi, John. We're cooking now. Thanks, Paul. That that was lovely. Uh, yeah, so this is episode six. Boy, you are as you were right, Brian. We are really cooking. We're actually getting through this. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised we've lasted as long as we have, honestly. You're making just... it sound like it's such a burden for you. Fuck you. It is a burden. <laughs> I have to edit all of these. If only someone among this team could be willing to, you know, edit things and help you out. Ugh. Sorry, John. You're on your own with that one. I think that was actually a jab at you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'm learning, so give me time, and I need the luxury of time. Time is not a luxury we have because I have six topics on my list today, and Brian, you have how many? I've got about three. Let's let's talk. Okay. And I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's start with something funny. So my roommate and I recently got a printer. Because she's in school, she needs to print out things for school. Cool, whatever. I went and visited my family over the Easter weekend. And when I came back, I walked into my room. I dropped my luggage and my clothes and stuff. And I looked over on my nightstand and I saw a frame with a picture of Nicolas Cage or Nicolas Cage's face on a baby. (laughs) <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is that i was like okay okay awesome. my my roommate has pranked me this is funny so i i grab the picture frame and i i walk over to her room and i'm like hey taylor you got me that was pretty good she's like yeah it was pretty good did you like nicholas cage baby i'm like yeah okay nicholas cage baby's pretty cool um, john i'll tell you what uh i'd say uh your roommate uh might have been promoting Nicolas Cage's next film if I didn't know any better. He has a film coming up? He has a baby? I, he does like four films a year. As a as a baby, I'm sure would be before he retires. <laughs> Nicolas Cage plays a baby in one of his films. <laughs> the the He's size of the like, pram you would need to accommodate Nicolas Cage is just... That's stuck in my head now and I, I don't like it. <laughs> Okay, so you think you don't like it. Here's the rest of the story. So, oh, there's more? Oh, there's more. <laughs> so I go back to my room. I'm like, okay, this this is good. That was a good prank. I close my door. There's another Nicolas Cage baby taped to the back of my door. <laughs> and I realize, oh no. I realize she's probably got more hidden throughout my room. Or the house. I don't know. So I pull it down and I storm back to her room and I walk up to her and I say, how many Taylor? And she laughs and she, cause she expected this. And she looks at me and she says, there are five. I'm like, this isn't like that, uh, that prank with the pigs that were numbered one, two, and four are there. Is it like you say there are five, but there's actually just four and you're just going to drive me crazy trying to find the fifth fucking one. But no, 
she says, I promise there are five. So for the next few minutes, I'm searching my room. I did find all five. There was the one on my nightstand. There was the one taped to the back of my door. There was one taped to uh, the inside of my bathroom door. Because uh, I've got a, I got the master suite, so I've got my built-in bathroom. So if I were to walk in and close the door, I would be meet, I would be met with Nicholas Cage baby in my face. <laughs> there was one uh, taped to the underside of the toilet seat. Uh, that one would have fucking gotten me if I hadn't been searching for them, because like I I don't put my seat down, right? I or I have no reason to. It's my toilet. I'm the only one who uses it. But I noticed it was down when I walked in there. I was like, why is that closed? So I opened it up. Now, why would you put a baby in a toilet? I mean, <laughs> I, they specifically advise you not to do that, I'm sure, in like pregnancy classes. Oh, I'm sure. But I, if, I, got, a, I got a follow-up story to that. If you baby, have, right? If you have to be told not to put your baby in a toilet, maybe you shouldn't be having a baby. <laughs> So in, in high school, I was in the, my Spanish three class and we had a classmate one year older than me. So I was a sophomore. He was a junior. And what he had done is taken this, um, uh, this graphic of a baby trying to get to a stroller, but it had its head caught in one of the legs and it simply said fail. And what this classmate would do is whenever he saw someone fail, he'd go up to them or their desk and just hand them. The, the 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 baby would fail on it. It was one of the most hilarious things. When was this? Seen. Did you say like high school? In high school, so, so this 06, was like six oh seven. This was like the very beginning of like internet memes of that Correct. kind, right? Yes. Okay, so this smartphones were on the horizon. You know, a lot a lot of things happening in oh six oh seven. It, it, I mean, it was the birth of YouTube. It was oh um, five. Yeah, it was like right when internet culture really took off um and that actually leads me to another topic i had so i was it's kind of relates to the prank i was looking for something to get her back with and we can discuss the rest of this privately because i don't really want to warn her about what's coming Um, (laughs) i mean it takes our editor about a week or two to get these episodes (laughs) out so i think you're good on time sometimes three weeks even so you know point is the nerve of him you and I will discuss some prank ideas in, in the future, and I'll probably bring it up in another episode. Um, sure. But, but we were talking about memes, right? So I was looking through images, like, what could I get her back with kind of on the same level? And I looked through, like, what are the what were the most popular memes of 2020 and, and 2021? Um, and just going, like, backwards in time, like a, a old, newest to oldest... Um, mm-hmm. Like, I realized it's amazing what people will make memes out of. Um, the Suez Canal situation. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Do you know how many fucking memes? That was memes a good week. I saw just of ships being stuck in places. <laughs> um, there was. There's the... video games being made based on that situation. No. Yes, I, I saw that. That was fucking funny. Um, there was the the lawyer with the cat filter. There was I like, must see that, that one. I don't, I think it was, it was like some, um, like town hall meeting and one of the people had a cat filter on, oh, their, yeah. on their face. Oh yeah. Okay. They, and I remember that now. They couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. 
Council, you will you will bring down that uh, that face, Your Honor. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, mittens, Bernie. So Bernie, yeah, Bernie Bernie Sanders with yep. his mittens, where he's like cross armed and yeah. E- even my family got in on that one. <laughs> that was probably my favorite meme of of the past year. I so I here's the thing. At that point, I accidentally went down a meme rabbit hole, and then I suddenly remembered all of 2020. Um, there were yeah. memes about All waiting on once. waiting on Nevada to count its ballots. They were like saying <laughs> all, all the things that were faster than that. It was like, oh, Half Life Three came out before Nevada counted its ballots. Um, there there were others, but that was just one. Uh, Tiger King. Uh, oh yeah, that fool. Did you guys ever actually watch that series? I refused. No. And that's the hipster in me for refusing to watch things that are popular. See, normally that took me forever. It took me forever to get into Stranger Things, and I love it now. But I guess that's my greatest fear is is finding something else to love and having to keep up with. Yeah, it's all part of your commitment issues. Yeah, we talked about this with (laughs) with the Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Why you won't watch that. Well, I'm just Uh, not a fan of redubs in general. I've seen a few redubs in... Very hit or miss. Very divisive. Divisive? Divisive? Are we having this conversation? <laughs> I will accept either pronunciation. Okay. Save Normally I'm very time. much a stickler on, on that, but I will accept either one. Now, you, John, you mentioned uh, memes and, and internet culture in general. Um, mm-hmm. I've got here one-off Twitter accounts as my topic of conversation. Okay, now, we, we kind of discussed one before, right? Yeah, where uh, it's it's Fry from Futurama, where he says, it's Saturday night, I have no date, a two-liter mm-hmm. bottle of Shasta, my all rush mixtape, let's rock, and he proceeds to play video games. I found one. High on you. That's the one. And I found another one-off Twitter account that I highly enjoy. It posts on a weekly basis as well. Uh, it's Daniel Craig hosting Saturday Night Live, and he's introducing the band The Weeknd. And he's just, he says it with so much contempt as he says it. Uh, you look up the Twitter account. It's hilarious. They post every Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. And he just shrugs his shoulders begrudgingly. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Brian, you and I have discussed this a little bit recently. Um, you wanted to expand uh, the use of our Twitter account. Because currently I oh, just yeah. post things here and there about like, oh, you know, things we discussed on the podcast or random bullshit that I post on my personal account that I just kind of share. Sure. Um, like, is what, what what kinds of things did you have in mind for that? Uh, just podcast quotes, things we talk about, you know, during our, our recording sessions here. Um, maybe the occasional audio clip. We'll see. Okay. So j- just... You know, what I'm doing, but more. Yeah, it's it's more about getting the brand out there, the idiot brand. Because if this if this world needs one thing, it's more idiots. Uh, we got plenty of those already in politics. So. Okay, guys, I I was dreading this, but I have so another, you weren't dreading it. I have another idiot story. Oh, this we got to hear. Oh, let's and hear it. Yep. It. Paul, you said that my last idiot story was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Oh, no. This either beats it or is a close second. Oh, I I haven't decided yet. 
Oh, no. So you guys know me. I'm fucking lazy. Yes. I, I will avoid doing work whenever possible. Well, it finally caught up to me. I've had some compromised passwords that have been building up over oh. the past couple years. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. So um, you do use the same password. I I have a set of passwords. Quiet, you. Continue, John. <laughs> anyway, like I said, it finally caught up to me. I I looked at my... Or no, I got a notification on my phone. Luckily, my bank uh, is very proactive when it comes to fraud prevention. I got two notifications for a pair of $300 charges from Oregon that were flagged and rejected. So Oregon? That's a name of a state! And then... Oregon! And then I noticed... Uh, I got an email from Google Ad Services saying, hey, these are some things you can do to spread your your ad better. And I'm like, what ad are you talking about? So I, I investigate a little bit, and I apparently have had an ad from Russia that has been attached to my account for like a month accruing charges. Just uh, out of curiosity, how much is that per month? Like... In, it, in terms of Russia currency. I don't rubles? know the conversion rate. Yeah, it's rubles. But um, it, for me, it was about $40, which isn't terrible. Yeah, that's not um, bad. But I, Did I, you so get I, your message out there? <laughs> I tried watching the ad. I didn't understand what the fuck it was trying to say. All right. Was it politically aligned or was it like, go to the know. doctor and, and get no this idea. medicine? No, I have okay. comrade, yeah. Yeah, I I have to imagine it was politically motivated because it wasn't like a oh, product. That, that whole country is like on fire right now politically, but we can relate. Yeah, I was gonna say not like, to go you... too much into politics. No, I mean like, for, go on. for the record, I mean none of our government officials have tried killing each other directly <laughs> yet, openly, anytime recently. Yeah, I. Oh, so Paul. Yes. How do you think this idiot story compares to my last one? Ah, uh, ooh. Because I, I mean, I, I know how much you love to criticize me. I do. It's it's my it's. I only criticize you because you need to be brought down a couple pegs, Fair. and then probably a couple more, just to bring you back to work, just to level. <laughs> uh, yeah, your laziness, dude. It's gonna be the death of you. I think. Like, probably. Like literally, you you could be dying of a heart attack, and you're like phone too far away oh I, I mean here's the thing i've never been to a doctor john You've sounds never... like he's he's literally the 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 guy in the meme when you turn 26 and you're get you get kicked off your parents health care plan guess i'll die yeah i mean okay so you've never been to a doctor since you were i mean since you broke a limb i mean i remember you broke your face a couple t- in that story right I, it wasn't a limb it, I, I broke a tooth and that was like back in high school Right. So I'm sure you saw a doctor for that, right? A dentist. That's a doctor. Sure. It's a DDS. So, but you have not seen a doctor after that. No. Why? Why? You just don't believe in them or? It's too much work. It takes effort. 
I'd have to get my insurance involved. I'd have to do paperwork. I'd have to actually go. I'd have but, to so spend you, time you, at the office. But you have you have health insurance then? I do. Okay. Okay. That's an, so your health insurance has probably provided you with a primary physician. They have whom, not. Whom you've never gone to. They have not provided you Are you not allowed to select one yourself? I am. And I have not. Because that takes effort. Yeah, me neither. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, you gotta, and that's you gotta why do I haven't research. done research. If, if yeah. they told me, hey, here's a doctor, go to them, maybe I'd do it. But because it's all on my shoulders, eh, too much work. That, that just takes I, too much effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's <sighs> it's like my, my convenience diet that we talked about, oh God, like four it's episodes all, ago. Three all pie-based. <laughs> <laughs> it's all pie-based. <laughs> My healthcare is all pie based. <laughs> That's going to be the caption for this podcast t- episode, isn't it? <laughs> Convenience based diets. Pie based healthcare. Pie based healthcare. healthcare. <laughs> pie based That's healthcare. the name of the episode. All right, one of the names. So, to answer your question, um, considering it was your bank and financials, this is no, this got to be close to number one. But it's it's not funny. It's pathetic. <laughs> if that, if if that makes it any it it's it's only I, funny because of how pathetic it is. I'm I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Ouch. <laughs> See the the worst thing about it though is that I had to cancel my credit card and my debit card. So I didn't have access to my money for about a week because who has time to go to an ATM? Um and second Full-grown adults. <laughs> we were talking about how um, I helped my grandma set up her streaming services. Mm. Well, they're all under my name. So I had to go and change all the passwords, which means she had to go and sign in to all these things again. So that was a little... That was probably the icing on the cake, was having to instruct my grandma how to do those things. And I think that's a job we've in, we inherit as the youngest person within yeah. reason in our in our families, right? Yeah, no, we talked about that. We we talked about that last episode. It's just our generation. It's our job to to teach literally everybody else, older or younger, how to do technology. That day will change when we're learning the technology, and I, I fear that day when it comes. <laughs> I mean that that day happens already. Some of the. Some of the younger crowd tend to educate me on what's hip and happening. And um, I've been told those words are not, indeed, hip or happening anymore. How recently you... have you learned about TikTok, Paul? I was, about, is... to, I was about to ask, <laughs> do either of you use TikTok? I do not I do use not. TikTok. I refuse. I don't, I, I don't understand it. I don't, it's Vine, but not Vine? It's the second coming of Vine. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah, I've only seen like one TikTok video and it was uh, it was basically a guy playing Call of Duty or something or Skyrim or whatever and uh, the next like frame over like we're in, we're in a voice call right now so like John watching me on my right for example. So it's like a split um, video kind of. Exactly. The, the the split video on the right was a bunch of like bikini models on a boat just like cheering and just conveniently, like, shocked and awed and, and uh, while the guy's playing Skyrim. And he's like, so behind here is a false back wall where I have a full furnished bedroom. 
and they cheered like standing ovation. It was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I, I think I've seen this this format before because I because I do use Twitter and people tend to post TikTok videos on Twitter right. for some on reason. occasion. Yeah, just to get the the good word out there. I I think the deepest one I've ever seen was like it it was a Facebook post that was a pic was screenshot of a Twitter post that was itself a screenshot of a Tumblr post, which I think was a picture of a Twitter post. I love those. It's like, guys, like, is this necessary? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, like, uh, who was it? It might have been Conan who who kept, or, or Seth Rogen comes to mind, or James Franco, where they're sending pictures of them drinking coffee on on a porch or whatever and it's like inside the coffee mug is the last picture take it's a it's a new <laughs> coffee mug every time okay yeah i, I that, love those that's something different that that is a recursive joke and i am yeah. all about recursive jokes like i i saw a picture of um a guy wearing a shirt and the image on the shirt was a picture of him wearing another shirt and it's like he does this every year is just pictures of him wearing shirts of yeah. pictures of him wearing shirts. So you get a, you basically get a new shirt every year, is what you're saying. Like that person. See, and again, I, I'm going to go back to, God, that's too much work. And, and this is, this is going to sound a little pathetic, probably, but I have about the same wardrobe I've had for since college. Like, the only new shirts that I ever get these days are either Christmas presents, birthday presents, or merch that I get from conventions. And since we haven't had any conventions in the past year, I don't have any new clothes. No new clothes. Yep. So, so let me ask you this. You, you've, this is your first, like, shot across the bow, right? Your, your laziness cut up with you. Your, your aversion to change things has caught up to you, to your financials. Mm -hmm. Is this like your wake up call or are you going to double down? Doubling down. Let me me rephrase. I'm not doubling down. I'm too lazy to double down. He's maintaining course. Exactly. I'm going to use the same amount of laziness that has gotten me this far. You are are steering directly into the headwind, literally going backwards, and you're not going to change course. Yeah. Oh, Brian, you're right. This is an idiotocracy. Oh, yep. <laughs> I diagnose you an idiot, sir. Oh, oh my that's... God. Brian's right about something. This is why I started the podcast. Because Brian was right about something? Or he's going to be right about something eventually? No, no, be- because I'm an idiot. I think I found my role in diagnosing the idiots of, of the of the pod. And it, it's it's funny that you, you mention you are the idiot because you, you posted in our... In our um, coordination discord Mm -hmm. how come no one else has an idiot story am i the only (laughs) idiot and i think both me and brian purposely put dot 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 as replies and then um the silence was deafening (laughs) your stern silence is very reassuring (laughs) i try to live my life as intelligently and as classy as i can i've seen you fall sometimes it pays online Yep, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it bites me in the ass, but here I am. 50-50. See, <laughs> for, for me, it's 
<laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. For me, it's a lot of people think I'm the smartest guy in the room. But... And then you met your friends. And and then I met my friends, exactly. So the strangers think I'm really smart. And I am. To be, to be fair, you know, I, I like to think I'm a really smart guy. But damn, I do some stupid shit. <laughs> I've, I've, it calls I've been there. to you, I've, doesn't I've, it? I, I've seen I've seen you do it. It's 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 a pleasure to watch your thought process, good sir. <laughs> it beckons you to do something stupid. Here here it is. I'm really good at solving problems that are not my own. There's a there's the Simpsons episode that does exactly. Of course, of course this. there is. Of course um, there is. Homer's in his workstation, and Lenny's like, "Everyone, be really quiet and just watch." He's about to do something really stupid. <laughs> and I feel like if we had a camera crew follow John around, and we can afford that because we, we don't, you know, unless you know, Brian's business business plan comes into motion. I mean, um, I, could, I could just start using TikTok. So I, in, in my opinion, TikTok is just one more thing that generates endless, useless hours on the Internet because they're. There isn't already enough useless things on the internet as it was, right? Um, like, for example, one of my things that I enjoy, I enjoy seeing pop up are, like, YouTube channels or TikToks, like, I'll be your dad. And, like, the, the guy shows kids or young adults or adults even how to check their car tire pressure, how to check the oil, how to check the plumbing, change light fixtures. Like, mm-hmm. things... The stereotypical dad would teach, right? And then there's things... I'll be your mom. And mom teaches you how to cook spaghetti or... That's or, horrible. Um, stereotypical things mom would would have taught, right? In a, like a home I, ec class, right? And um, so I categorize those kinds of TikToks, those kinds of YouTube channels as things that are positive for society. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other 95%. Of YouTube <laughs> um, and TikTok, in my opinion. But that, that's just me. Um, maybe that's why the kids these days say, Mr. Vela, you're old. But <laughs> um, Of prank videos and, and what else we got here? We got... See, but I can't be mad at prank videos because we had jackass. Yeah, yeah, but they do it the best. Why, why try to one-up them? Why not just wait an average of seven years per film? It, isn't it like just the epitome of... Why, if you can't beat, why try to beat them when you can join them? Mm-hmm. And here's an audience for you. Or imitate I mean, them and and steal away their their audience's time. Yeah, right. And especially, I, I'm not like I I don't begrudge people for for putting their time where they do. It's just I I I don't like influencers. I don't like the word. I I don't like the the career progression of it of it all it's just maybe i'm just old i'm, I'm I mean, getting so, old everybody so here here's my counter to that i think the best definition of the word influencer is grassroots celebrity yes i i, I can i can concur with that go on and and we i think we touched on this a little bit in one of our previous episodes we were talking about jackass right and how sure. people these days are like oh yeah i can i can do that now too I've got a camera, why not? Right. And the just the fact that creating content is so 
I don't want to say easy to get into because it's not, right? It's a lot of work, as we've all discovered. But it has such a low barrier to entry there that, it is. Yeah. that anybody could theoretically become an influencer. And anybody could then theoretically become a celebrity by virtue of that. They have no other discernible skill except being watchable. Right. So, so, that know. is the most that is the most sought after skill a company or organization wants from a person, right? Is is to get their audience and sell them things. Get eyes on and the price. Now we now we come back to marketing. See, I don't I don't think it's being watchable as a skill for most of these people. I think it's more about just being willing to put yourself in situations that people want to see. And I mean, there's also the, the same rules apply as the rules of dating, probably, right? Rule one, be attractive. Rule two, don't be unattractive. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. So so I do game streaming, right? I, I've, I've had a Twitch channel for... Almost two years now. We we we've gone on your streams and helped yeah, you do you, things. You guys have you yeah. guys have been on the streams, but I also have a lot of streamer friends. You right, do who who are significantly more successful than I am, and probably I'd say about half of them are what you would call an e girl. I see, and so I, I want to say this in a way that doesn't detract from their success because i fully acknowledge that they have worked hard for this success what i will say however is i wonder how much success they would have if they weren't as attractive as they were as they are that's a slippery slope right there i i I second that motion with brian said because me personally i'm i you know me I, i don't get very many views but i'm also not all that attractive Ugly as sin. Yes, go on. Ugly as sin. <laughs> as, as we've said before, once you fix all of this, then we'll talk. The phrase that pays. See, but at the same time, you're making efforts and strides to fix that. You're, you're Right? You're working out still, right? Uh, I haven't for the last couple of days, simply because I've been feeling absolutely shitty after my after my vaccine. Uh, oh, you got your first vaccine, huh? Yes, I, I did it. What, what is today? Today is Saturday. I had it on Wednesday. Moderna, Pfizer, or uh, the uh, other one? Ma- Johnson Moderna. Johnson. Moderna. Yeah. I've I, heard nasty things about that second shot that you're going to get. Yeah, I, I have too. Um, yeah. I didn't really have a choice. I was just like, oh shit, there's, a, there's an appointment. Boom, I'm getting it right now. Speaking yep. of memes and things I saw, one of the funniest vaccine-related things comes to with um the Pfizer vaccine, right? If they can raise the dead, imagine what they can do for the living. Can I don't you get two it. pin can you two pinpoint what would make them say that? They I, I'm humming the Jeopardy body. I'm I'm humming the Jeopardy theme in my head and waiting for you two to answer. See all I can think about is like D D necromancers. N- you you are so far off that even Brian was closer by proxy. <laughs> I'm, by not saying anything by at proxy all. by not saying I'm anything not, at see, all brian was closer I'm, to the right answer than you were john 
<laughs> I'm thinking they tested on cadaver or I don't what, know. What is Pfizer known for universally? Uh, Viagra? Medicine? Correct. Viagra. You I raise, they was... raise the dead. Oh, I was shit, in the wheelhouse. <laughs> you, yeah. Ra- raising dead dicks. Got it. Yeah. Yes. There's a different kind of Dungeons and Dragons. There's a different kind of DD there. <laughs> different kind of dungeons. Same dragon. <laughs> my, my, I just wanted to go on record. My thought process there wasn't all like, to, it, it wasn't all incorrect or stupid, as it were. I think it was, uh, like I said, an educated You were guess. closer to the right answer by not saying anything at all than what John said. on cadaver. That's probably my, my smartest idea I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, speaking of dead people, Brian sent me a video today or yesterday, today, right? About um, there was a comedian that was doing a stand up show and he was talking shit about um, fuck, is it Prince Philip Prince or William? Philip. Yeah, Prince Philip. Yeah, Prince Philip. And William is middle, very much still amongst the living, by the way. Okay. I, I, I can't keep track of people's names. Yeah, th- um, I just wanted to go on record just in case we have any royal listeners out there. I seriously <laughs> doubt we do, but go on. And so in the middle of his set, Prince Philip dies. And somebody in the audience... Quite literally. <laughs> quite literally. It was like, hey, he just died. And the guy on stage is like, wait, what? And like, so she hands him his her phone and he reads it out loud. Her Majesty... Queen Elizabeth regrets to inform, you know, blah, 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 that her beloved husband has died. And he's like, all right. Because he had just been giving him shit the entire time. He had a whole set worked around this particular prince and, and now he's dead. I mean, his, he's got to work on some he's new a, the royal consort, right? He is the royal consort, which if you think about the title. It's pretty much just the queen side piece, essentially, yeah. what it comes down to, right? Pr- Prince fuckboy. Prince fuckboy. I don't know how royals work. Because <laughs> um, his his title was granted by the previous monarch, right? Because he was outside of the, the royal family, obviously. So his yeah. title was granted to him um, by Queen Elizabeth's mother? Father? One of those, whatever it was, right? Uh... So... Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Who yeah, was I don't. The re- but yeah, monarch. he was like same as Princess Diana, right? She was granted the title of princess. Hmm. So therefore, even though she divorced whatever his pr- prince, whatever his name was, um, is she kept the title? Because once hmm. you have a title, you can't get it taken away. Was that William? Yeah, that was William. Okay. Yeah. So looking back on it, like Prince Philip, the royal fuckboy. <laughs> I mean, that, that, if you that's legendary. <laughs> you die at the age of 99 as the royal consort. That just, to me, that just tickles me. That's hilarious. So uh, shy the of the big 100. Yeah, he would have yeah. turned 100 this year. Yeah. How old do you think you guys are going to be when you die? Uh, I hope beyond 100, but like a very healthy young 100. Like my mind is still here 100. Considering my my, one hundred, considering my the burger I'm digesting in my stomach right now, uh, not much past seventy. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. I I keep thinking about this because you know we're getting older, just slowly, and it's like 
as I said, I don't go to a doctor ever. How old do you think I'm going to be when I die? I wish you would reconsider going to a doctor. I, okay, so so yes, I agree with Brian. I, 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 you should reconsider. But this is the thing. Usually young men, when we go to the doctor, we get told three major things. Lose weight, cut your sodium, stop drinking as much beer. Those are the three two things. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, two out of three. <laughs> cut your sodium. <laughs> lose some weight stop drinking the booze i mean i feel like i drink a healthy amount like is yeah, is there a healthy amount intake. of drinking poison but that's beside the point um socially it's got to be good for again, like, it's, skin it's, complexion it's poison i mean but anyways um your liver has to work to filter it out just saying um so at, give it a certain exercise. A, at a at a certain age you have to go to the doctor to get screened for certain things only men are predisposed to. Are you alluding to the infamous prostate exam? A prostate exam is definitely one of those things. And then eventually you have to go in for the big colonoscopy, mm-hmm. which yeah. I hope to God I will be so happy when they knock me out for that. Because <laughs> I don't want to have no recollection of that. Wait, eh. you get to be put under for that? You, you, it's, it's partials, um, it's called twilight, um, twilight sedation. So you're Mm -hmm. pretty much knocked out to the point of being unconscious, except you're not needed to be intubated. It's what they did for me when I did uh, my wisdom teeth removal. They knocked me the F out. Yep. I can really, I remember that day very well. Well, I remember sitting in the chair, then putting the oxygen on. And from that point on, I, I remember getting in my mom's car. Because I couldn't drive I made afterwards. It. So they told me, they put the oxygen mask on me and yep. they told me to count down from 100. I made it to 96 and I was out. Maybe 93. See, for but... me, they didn't even start counting. They just <laughs> they just started. <laughs> so this is, this is something that I was thinking about earlier today. You um, do a lot of that. You do a lot of thinking. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I like to think I'm a smart guy. I'm just kind of an idiot. Go on. But you're a um, curious idiot is what you are. Go ahead. Hey, I'll keep that in mind. Um, But what I was thinking about was when I go to the dentist, they, you know, like, because I I had braces and I had to have four teeth pulled before I got the braces on. And so when I was getting those teeth pulled, you know, they they give you the, the local anesthetic. And then they're like, they'll come back in a couple of minutes and say, okay, how you feeling? And I'm like, no, I can still feel all of that. So what they realized was I'm like kind of resistant to painkillers. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to file that information away somewhere just in case I need it. <laughs> you're going to use it. See, somehow. I can't even take Vicodin. <laughs> like I I can't do one Vicodin. It's too much for me. Well, Vicodin is a very powerful painkiller. Like there's a reason it's prescription only. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a schedule one drug oh my goodness yeah. there's no comparison between novocaine and vicodin in my opinion and the but the reason i thought about this today was because i was i was having a headache from possibly as a side effect from my from my shot the other day i don't know i might have just had a headache for some reason but you know i i don't keep painkillers in my medicine cabinet because why would i they don't work on me were you dehydrated, do you think, then? 
I don't think so. I I make it a point to try and stay hydrated as much as possible, especially on the days when I work out. I mean, beer and uh and Dr Pepper don't count. You know that, right? <laughs> no, I I I promise it was water. Okay, fair enough. Um, if I recall pre-production, Brian, I I understand you wanted to talk about TV shows you've been watching. Ah, yes, the uh, the Great Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm All right. quite enjoying that. See, uh, listener, you have to, uh, just on the record, John is actually watching episodes have, one week at a time with us. I have not seen the latest episode, which right. is Right, and, and for the sake of John and the, the listeners who have not seen that Falcon Winter Soldier, I think we can make a guarantee we're not going to spoil the most recent episode, but we'll, we can we can start spoiling the episode prior to it. Can we make yeah, that a rule? Episode four, I think. So three f- for these so, last week. So for these last few minutes of this podcast or whatever, um, spoiler alert for Falcon and Winter Soldier up to episode three or four. Uh, three maybe. Sure. Okay. So you're mentioning the car, the actress who, pl- who plays Carly Morgenthau. Yes, uh, I was doing my research into who like, is the very production. easy on the eyes for the for the record. <laughs> very much so. Here, um, I was doing my research w- about. Go ahead. I'm sure you did your research on her. <laughs> I would like to say, I think this is one of the very first topics that we can all agree on. Something about redheads, man. I don't know. I just I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on, Brian. Sorry. Sorry, we're, we're we're having our little daydream moment. I was doing my research on the production of the of the series, and I noticed that like. I, I do my research about who plays who and whatever, and the actress who plays Carly Morgan, though, uh, said it was very important that the character um, be gender-swapped from the comic book. In the comic book, the character is actually Carl Morgenthau, a quote-unquote middle-aged uh, flag-smashing terrorist. Um, she said that it was important... Uh, for young women to have a powerful character they can relate to in regards to Carly Morgenthau, who just so happens to be a violent terrorist who, by the way, blew up a uh, repatriation building. Yes, which yes, she I did. think is a bit ironic. Like, so so let, let's look at the Ian universe, right? Again, spoiler alert, you are if you have stayed in this far, you know what's coming next. And only so, gets more powerful from here. I mean, yeah. So Carly Morgenthau, right? She she was one of the people who were left behind after the blip. Not blipped, right? correct. She was not blipped. So one of the 50% of the population that remained. And from just at context, because Marvel, I feel, is really good at universe building, Um out of the, some Kevin of the Feige, things, shout out if you're listening, please come on the podcast. We'd love to. I know have you. I would welcome him with open arms. I think I would be starstruck at the man who single handedly saved Star Wars. I mean, just saying. <laughs> Wait, Kevin Feige had a hand in Star Wars. I think he's an executive producer, right? No, I don't think so. But I don't know, listener. Yeah, if I, I'm I, wrong, I do not recall that information, listener. If I'm wrong, correct me. Anyways, um, the fact that. 50% I'm sorry, Paul, what's your Twitter handle? I don't have a Twitter handle. Um, 50% of the population was gone. And apparently a lot of things were happening during that time. A lot of 
lines that were drawn by people seemed to disappear. We the the world had to come together in a way that they never had to before. You know, it's kind of like World War Two, right? Allies had to band together, even enemies, because so much of the population disappeared in literally a blink of an eye, right? At so the snap of a finger, some would at say. At the um, something like a blip Ooh. happened or something. <laughs> Yes, sure. that was a good, the good one, Brian. Anyways, so once everyone came back, organizations such as the, what's it called? The Repatriation? Uh, the Global Repatriation Council, I believe it's called. Right. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm at so, leveled up. So e- essentially what happens is, imagine you're living at home, chilling, watching TV, huddled together with, you know, your... Maybe your new wife, maybe your, your 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 kids you had with her, and all of a sudden, your significant other comes back, and now it's their house, and maybe those, maybe she kicks your 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 wife out and your kids. So I mean, um, yeah, but like, at that point, is it is it unreasonable to move on? And and five years? I, I think that uh, you're right. Five I years. Think five man. years. Five years. I, I mean, and, and that's kind of the point that they're trying to make here, right? Right. There's an all that joke in there somewhere. Uh, sure, there to the is. The 90s. So five years. Everybody so comes we, back in five years. Five years, right? Go and these people come back. For them, no time has gone by. Right. They they they're back. Um, and one like taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah. In WandaVision, She comes back thinking her mom should be in the bed. And she goes running through the hallways looking for her mom. Um, if you have not seen WandaVision, watch the, watch WandaVision. Um, I finally caught up on that, by the way. We should have a spoiler episode for it, eventually. Maybe uh, next time, yeah. Maybe, maybe next time. Um, anyways. You, you, you want to talk about strong female role models. WandaVision. See, but... She's the villain in that story, isn't she? Anyways, we're getting we're getting away from. I mean, from we're Carly getting away from Paul's rant. Let's let's pick yes, it up. Yes, but I, I will come back to to your point. I just wanted to make one thing. There's a lot of strong female villains that have become role models. Um, just off the villains, top of my head, um, Maleficent. Yeah, like they had a whole series. Not Angelina Angelina Jolie does a really good job playing that villain. Yeah, I think so. And, but like villain, though, she's a... kind of the hero in her own film. I only saw the first one. But who, but Angelina Jolie, right? Like who who else is a stronger female role model? Taylor Swift. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taylor to... Swift. If you want to be on the pod, please reach out. No, nah, please please don't come on the podcast, Taylor Swift. Don't no. We don't. Re- remind me to tell you guys about a dream I had. It's not appropriate for the podcast. Then, sure. Okay. This is definitely going to turn into that Family Guy plot where Luke Perry checks every newspaper in America to look to see if he's mentioned. No, no, no. Every high school newspaper in America. <laughs> that's the to see yeah, that he's that's mentioned. That's even, even that's arguably even creepier. Like Matthew McConaughey channeling. You know that's what I like about high school girls. The older I get, they say the same. It's that right, same level right, of creepiness. Right. <laughs> it's that same level of creepiness. Um. Anyways, so. Carly Morgenthau, in my opinion, personifies someone who was their life. They had to overcome adversity. They had to overcome this this na- worldwide, universe wide mm-hmm. event, 
right? And from what we haven't gone into much into into her backstory, but now she's displaced by it, and now she's had to overcome all that, and many individuals in society can relate to that, young women included, right? I, I'm I would not say half I'm the not, universe there, yeah. I'm not when I'm talking about real life, like right now, like humanity, oh, well. reality. Um, people can relate to that. That their their life, as they know it, can change in one moment, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's where she's coming from. The fact that she feels she has to turn to not only the the super soldier serum, right, to in order to fight for what she thinks is right. Um, and this this extreme violence in particular. And if I can quote her, she says, this is the only thing that will it's get the o- their attention. It's the only language they understand. Right. We as humanity, we we tend to respond with violence in kind, right? We, re- we respond in kind. Mm-hmm. So in her head, you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Who is she gonna? Who is she raging against? The the system we're we're just gonna go back to the way it was, right? And I think a lot of people can relate to that. That just overcoming adversity. You can do, guys. You can do everything right and still fail. Hang on, I, hang I'm on. I'm sorry. That, that is not. No, 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 no. That is no, not Patrick weakness. Stewart as yes, Captain Picard. Well done. Oh God! I need to watch that series. They just announced season two. Yes, um, I, I thoroughly enjoy Captain Picard as a captain more than than James Kirk, but I, yeah. I I do enjoy James Kirk's brashness, if you will. I'm not much of a Trekkie, and I'll I'll say that and put a period on that one. Uh, yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with not being a Trekkie. I respect I just... it. Yeah, I respect it. I just I cannot get into it. So and then there's the third captain that nobody remembers from Voyager. Oh right? yeah, from Deep or Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. How how did I know? Oh, that? Both those both those captains. <laughs> oh okay, I take it back. There are two captains that people don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure. I think I think honestly, I think Star Trek is like five or six series deep. Space Nine. Um, ah, and, and a reboot. And a reboot. And a reboot, mm-hmm. yeah. And then there's the J.J. Oh, Abrams uh, movies. The, yeah. The alternate timeline, yeah. Yeah. So, I um, mean, hey, hey, Marvel, Star Trek did it first. <laughs> alternate timelines. I give it three years before, in... yeah. I, I give it like three years before J.J. Abrams directs a, uh, a Marvel movie. We'll see. Ah. <laughs> Guardians 4? Anybody? This has no? been, okay. Listeners, this has been your uh, moments of me and John hesitantly making throat mumbles. <laughs> uh, three years. Three years. Okay. 20, well, I'll, I'll, hold, I'll hold you to it. Okay. So did, 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 did either of you two have a point on Carly Morgenthau besides her being easy on the eyes? <laughs> no. But you reminded me of another topic I wanted to bring up. And I know we're approaching the hour mark here. Sure. But this is, to me, this is an important I'm sorry, one. John. Make, make it snappy. Oh, God. Okay. We, we could fix Brian, that in post. If I, if I had you that. in the same room, I'd high five you for that. Well done, but fuck you. <laughs> Hit it, John. 
Okay. Take the reins. Um, so we, we were talking about having role models. Sure. Right? What do you guys know about the Lil Nas X controversy going oh, on right now? Oh my goodness. Putting blood that, on, on Nike shoes? Is that what I it know was? That he recently came out. I know nothing beyond that. Okay. So those are the two halves of the situation. The shoes. Blood on Nike shoes and coming out of the closet. <laughs> The, the the shoes don't matter so much. Coming out of the closet is the huge thing right now. For in, in my okay. mind. Right. So <laughs> this is the part where I where I go on a little bit of a rant because I've I've typed out some stuff and there's a lot of points that I want to make. So the the base of it all is conservative Christians are decrying both the shoe deal and his latest music video as satanic i would i would like to point out at this point that we are having a satanic panic in the middle of a plague so you know i love the ren fair first of all that joke fell flat oh yeah it did (laughs) anyway it got nothing literally nothing um so i always take an interest in satanic panics because one i play D, &D, which was a, a huge deal in the 90s for the same reason right um i'm i'm a big old school metal fan like heavy metal like i black sabbath was the first album i ever owned Mm -hmm. so i keep track of these kinds of things so you're on the other side of the aisle when it comes to satanic panic is what you're absolutely absolutely i i think the the panic part of it is bullshit because what does it matter so you may know this, but I don't listen to hip hop. I don't listen to rap. I don't. I'm just not a fan of those styles of music in sure. general. But I actually sat down and watched this music video, and I and I learned a little bit about the lyrics and everything going on in it. Because um, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't actually watch it and you know rant about it. As, sure. as some of these conservative Christians are doing. First thing I want to say, it's fucking awesome. Like, it is so fucking campy. Like Why Old Town these... Road was? I, I, I don't know anything about Old Town Road. Because for me, but... Old Town Road was campy AF, but go on. So so there's a, there's a precedent for this, then. I think there is. Which makes this even fucking better. Because a lot of... Um, the concern that is coming up is, oh, he's trying to turn our children into satanic gay people. And I'm like, why are you letting your children listen to his music? It's not made for children. Right. So thing one is you need to fucking parent your kids better. Two, listening to this song is not going to turn your child into a, a gay Satanist, which in my mind, there's nothing wrong with being a gay Satanist. So so here, here's a... Just a really basic rundown of the music video, right? Dude's chilling in the Garden of Eden. Snake dude comes and seduces him. I think they're both him. Like, I think most characters in this video are played by him, which is, <laughs> it's, it's real. It's like watching uh, the Crumps, um, Nutty Professor, mm, right? Yes, How they're, they're all played by Eddie Murphy. Yes. So you're but saying there's case, a high production value there. There really is. I th- I think it's one of the best music videos I've ever seen. 
I feel like um, Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters in the same scene is pinnacle of quality. That's the, um, that's the that's the quality we should strive for as a society. <laughs> oh God! If, if the Nutty Professor is is the baseline for our society, I'm a little afraid. I but... I, I am not. I feel like that would be a good like representation of what we can achieve. <laughs> so, so go on. I'm uh, to quote. Um, uh, what's her name? The uh, the singer who sings uh, WAP. Um, Cardi B. Cardi B. Car- yeah, she says it is not my bleeping job to raise your children. So and she's I'll, right, and she's completely one hundred percent correct. So, dude's chilling in the Garden of Eden. Snake dude comes out and seduces him. The guy is dragged before a council, who they all look like fucking. Ruby Rod from, um, uh, uh, is it Demolition Man? I think or, so, go on. Or Fifth Element? I can't remember which movie that is. But the it, the, the Chris Tucker character. Okay, oh, okay, anyway. okay, okay. Yeah, so, so they all Fifth look like Element, Ruby Rod. Yeah. And um, he's dragged before this council, and they're denouncing him for coming out and being publicly gay, right? And making out with this snake, apparently. Um, that's not gay. That's bestiality. That's, that's entirely different. Concerns. <laughs> that's a beast of their concerns. Go on. All of these are biblical images. I agree. Go on. And so then he like gets hit in the head with a rock and then I guess he's dead and then he's floating up to heaven and there's this angel like welcoming him and he's like, nah. So he grabs the stripper pole and slides down to hell at that. At this point. He then seduces Satan, gives him a lap dance, breaks his neck, takes his horns, and then the video ends. And at this point, I'm thinking to myself, fuck, I want to watch more of this. I want to see where this was going. I think South Park did this circa 98. Kind of, yeah. A I year remember, into their tenure. I remember South Park. This showed, is early South Park. Showed uh, Saddam Saddam Hussein. Hussein right? Yeah. In a in a in a homoerotic relationship with the devil, while he was alive, wow, bold, yeah. So I mean, as, as someone who we've gone, we've talked about this. Paul is a a conservative, much to John's chagrin, right? Um, to me, it's if you do not want your kids listening to wet ass pussy, or <laughs> mm-hmm. Paul, I I just want to say, hearing you say those words. It's mm, it's beautiful. I I think the best thing that came out of wet ass pussy was <laughs> Ben Sh- was Ben Shapiro admitting he had never sexually aroused his wife. Oh yeah, I remember that. I, that that was the best thing that came out of that. I'm like, oh poor Ben, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Cardi B's right. I hate to admit it. It hurts my soul. But it's not these celebrities' jobs to raise their kids. It's anybody's mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, ba- there are bad role models. Are you going to stop letting your kid watch Falcon and Winter Soldier because Carly Morgenthau's a, a quote-unquote role model for kids? Blows up young a government women, building. But she blows up government buildings. Um, I, I, I see shades of the IRA in, in Ireland happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure that that's an that's a image um, that was brought up. I'm very much in favor of parents 
don't expect the media, don't expect anything to parent your kids besides you. Like, if you don't want your kids to know about something, then don't let them watch it. Turn no. parental controls on. Do something. Let, Turn the let, Wi-Fi off. <laughs> let me let me give you this take now, because th- this is actually uh, also pretty important. Um, so the song, this um, the Lil Nas X, I can't even say the name. Lil Nas X's song is called Montero. Montero is his real name. So this song is a letter to his younger self. I think it was like uh, a letter to his like 14-year-old self or something like that. Um, It was like his sexual awakening when he realized he was gay. And he had been, you know, closeted that entire time and hating himself for it. Because everyone in his life was also telling him to hate himself. To... You know, you know, they were telling him you're going to go to hell for this. And and that's kind of the whole point of the music video. But if you listen to the lyrics, like he's basically saying, like, you don't need to be afraid of who you are because that's who I am, too. And so just after watching the video, I was like, this is a goddamn queer anthem and I am here for it. And I will clarify to our listeners, uh, unless there's something that these two haven't told me. We are three straight, mostly white, cisgendered males. So we don't really have a dog in this race. Not a single damn one. But personally, like, I try to be as good of an ally as I can possibly be. Simply because so many of my closest friends struggle with this every day. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. This is kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Is Uh, just because, like, it's such a powerful tool. In the toolbox. So, so my, what I've adhered to whenever someone comes out to me, and I am in a position where, where, where children have come out to me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of the few adults they trust. And, and what I've adopted over the years is the first words that come out of my mouth is, I understand that took a lot for you to do, and I appreciate you trusting me with that, just so you know. What you and me have, I'm still going to be your school counselor. Or if it's someone, a friend or what, you know, someone close. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what our friendship, whatever we had going on, that hasn't changed. I'm still going to be there for you. I'm still going to be the same motherfucker I was 30 <laughs> seconds still, ago. I'm still going to give you the same shit I gave you last week. Exactly. And at first it surprised me how many, how much the, the reactions are. And it's usually thank you and, you know, or that means a lot or whatever, right? To me, it's like, I'm going to be the same motherfucker no matter what, right? Yeah, to, yeah. to us, it doesn't matter. But to them, right. it, this is like this is the world life-defining. Yeah. yeah. And then, then the reality hits, like, just because I'm accepting and just because everything, you know, you've, you've gone out, you've come out, you come out to me, not everyone else is. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's a set of resources I give students, right, you know. Things like the Trevor Project and um, other LGBTQ resources I have to give out to students, mm-hmm. right? Because and, not and all students have those welcoming, loving parents. They're going to love them no matter what. And to so. those to those kids, I will say, like, there are adults who who can't come out publicly for kind of the same reasons. 
Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, it, no names because that's not the way to do it. But Agre- Agreed. People in my life, I know, are struggling with this, too. Yeah. So I can't imagine what it's like. Because I remember, you know, being a kid. And kids are horrible, first of all. Oh, we're, yeah, they're, they're like, we're horrible each other. scrats, yeah. They're, they're monsters. But yeah, I, I just, I can't imagine. God damn, it's good to be straight. A, a straight, cis, white, passing person. Straight and and male, for that matter. And male. Agreed. God damn, look at all our privilege. <laughs> uh, we're oozing <laughs> in it. Did you ever see that, that Louis C.K. bit? He's uh, like, Louis C.K. Um, no, sorry, you're no. I saw something recently from him. It was like after the whole Me Too thing, the the recovery tour, basically. Oh dear. I yeah. I will say he kind of landed on his feet. Like he has an audience. Go ahead. <laughs> I I don't support Louis C.K. simply because of uh, the fact being... was a Me Too movement about him. Yeah, I know. Yes, but this bit was very relevant, and I think just because it was him who said it. We shouldn't disregard it. Sure. Um, he said, if being white was a choice, I'd re-up every year. <laughs> you know? It's like, why wouldn't you? That's kind of hilarious. It's yeah. like, and we're out of time. <laughs> All right. That's the, that's, the, that's the message. All right, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, our longest yet, please like and subscribe to our podcast, Anatomy of an Idiot. We are on episode seven, I believe, right now. Um, It'll be seven. This is six. This is six. Okay. So there's episode zero. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not the only one who fucked it up. But yeah, if you like our uh, our little recording sessions, please give us a like and subscribe. Leave a comment if that's a, at all a possibility. Uh, we, we do this once a month. So yeah, please look forward to the next one. Till then. I've been Paul Vella. I'm Jonathan Dishon. And I've been Brian Lavelle. It's been real. Okay, bye.